Jonathan, as you know, every New Year's Eve, we reach into the Being Jim Davis mailbag. We received two emails here um, this week. First one is from Stone Inc. 2, uh, Doreen at Stone Inc. 2, is subject line RE Silver Gray Granite. Doreen writes, Happy New Year! Affordable New gray Year. granite for your home building, amazing cost and freight prices to European countries. Our company has nine stone factories and owns several stone quarries. Very, <laughs> Doreen is really bragging here. <laughs> I guess she knew uh, Zulu would be on the show. Um, Zulu, this is... Um, you get great freight price. I forget exactly where you yeah. are. I think you're somewhere in the, well, in the United Kingdom. I actually Kingdom. live in the Granite City, Aberdeen. There Ooh. you go. Um, they Unfortunately... They they own uh, a number of stone quarries. It doesn't say that any of them are in Aberdeen. Uh, their locations are Hamburg, Antwerp, Rotterdam, Dinia. I don't know where that is. Dublin, Havred, London Port. This, I mean, this. Yeah, you could get well, the uh, get that granite over there. They just lost a customer. If you're you're in the Granite City, so you probably know very well that the most popular paving slab colors for patio, garden paving, driveway, curbstone, etc., in different kinds of finishes, what would you say is your preferred granite finish? Flamed? Um, bush hammered? I'm flamed and brushed? Honest, I didn't know there were different finishes. Man, how do you get by in Aberdeen not knowing that <laughs> sandblasted, polished, honed? You know, I'm actually blind. I've been blind this whole time. That explains it. Screen reader. Yeah. That it, I mean, that does explain your love of Garfield. Um, I yeah, would think you could very, get down. It's a very braille friendly granite. comic. Feel that granite. <laughs> you know, you're going to be able to tell, oh, this was bush hammered rather than flamed and brushed. Yeah, I'm going to have to start feeling more granite. I think. Anyway, uh, we also got a also got a email from friend of the show, Fred DeWeese. Um this was sent to gripes at beingjimdavis.com. Subject line, <laughs> get off my lawn. Nice. Uh, Fred writes, Jonathan, you're a good dude and you did nothing wrong. Damn. Huh. Is, I don't like where this is headed. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I like that. Thanks for the affirmation. Chris. I wow. About. Chris, I am disappointed that you didn't go after Quentin Reviews just fucking hammer and tongs when he claimed something was famous for quote anyone who grew up reading garfield and then mentioned some shit from 2003 that happened quote in the real garfield comic millennials am i right <laughs> it's a good point it's a fair point yeah go back to running... millennials am i right it's a good yeah. point go back go back to running beer Oh, sorry. Go back to ruining beer and music, Quentin Reviews. I am enjoying wow. your run on BJD, and I hope Harsh. you have a great new year and whatever, if that's something you're into. Warmest regards, Fred. Um, Thanks, Fred. We love you. We love you, Fred. Jonathan, would you like to say something negative about millennials or a different generation of your choice? No. <laughs> no? Okay. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, no, no. I, I I love all people. Zulu, do you have a generation you would even like to, the unlovable? <laughs> you would like to be smirch. Um. Uh. 
can't think of any generations I really have a gripe with at the moment. Okay, I've got a, I've got a bee in my bonnet about the lost generation. Hey, F. Scott and Zelda Fitzgerald, stop ruining fountains, you assholes. Um, that's all. Zelda Fitzgerald famously um, played in the fountain at the Plaza Hotel. The so just like uh, the list was at home to know that uh, Christopher turned his camera on for that to add extra for emphasis effect. to. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I did. I wanted you to know how angry I am at F. Scott and Zelda Fitzgerald and the other members of the lost generation. These fucking flappers. <laughs> I really like that picture you got behind you of uh, some eldritch monster destroying the... Uh, the U.S. Yeah. Capitol building. That is That's, a really good. Oh, that is a really good picture. Jonathan, like, we, got like that, that we got that. We got that print in Portland, Oregon, your hometown, oh, where you were yeah. born. I think. Um, right when think you were born and raised. Yeah, when we yeah. were visiting um, you and Christine's younger brother Ben. Hmm. So not uh, the most recent time when you refused to, to see me. Yeah, well, no, I mean, that was this is before we were feuding. Listeners don't know offline, offline, off the show. We hate each other now. It's like, like <laughs> all great, like all great, you know, TV shows and podcasts um, and whatever. Artists. Like, yeah, yeah, all great entertainment partnerships. About yeah. four years in, we started feuding and we hate each other. We're basically the Beatles about how much we hate each other. Yeah, um, basically. And based on fame. And based on fit, we're more popular than Jesus Christ. I mean, I think most people agree to that. Um, I could agree with that. Yeah. Do you know Ringo actually hired people to kill the other Beatles? Yeah, that's, that's a real dick move, Ringo. Comes out, comes out in this Makes latest documentary. I haven't seen. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. I'm not not retaking it. It's super easy, barely an inconvenience. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winder, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Liquid Zulu, and I am Jim Davis. Liquid. Chris, it's Thursday, October 27th, 1983. Today we're reading the 1,957th ever Garfield strip. That is all true what happened in today's strip jonathan in today's strip doctors hate him garfield incurs the wrath of the american medical association cool yeah what does what does he do he does he advocate for single-payer health care are doctors against that oh i mean the american medical association is for sure okay i don't know uh, all right, panel one, Garfield is telling a joke again on the fence. What do you get if you cross a cat with a doctor? This is fun. I'm looking. What do you get? What do you get, Jonathan? What do you get? You get a cat with a low golf handicap. I don't get it. I think yeah, I don't. I, th- I think he's saying that doctors play a lot of golf. Hmm. Like, you know, doctors always playing golf. Wait a minute. I <laughs> think it might stereotype. <laughs> I think it might be uh, where they botch it up because they don't operate on cats very often. Mm-hmm. So he. They don't wait. What? They don't go a low golf handicap. So he's bad at golf now, maybe. 
We wouldn't that be a high handicap? A low handicap would be good at golf. Actually, because the mm. handicap is like, yeah. So I, I really don't get this then. <laughs> so apparently, the stereotype is that these lazy doctors are always out playing golf on their yachts um, when they when they should be, you know, curing disease or whatnot. Apparently. Is that the? Yeah, the, those fucking lazy I, doctors can't stand them. Yeah, is this so. a stereotype? Anyway, like, it's not a really good joke. And then, like, apparently the audience doesn't think so either because Garfield is bombarded with a barrage of oh, these very are medically all, like, themed things. Wow, mm, yeah, doctor okay. related. So, okay, this is fun. We've got a stethoscope. We've got one of those headband mirror things. Yeah, what are those called? Uh, they're called headband mirror things. Okay, and thank then, you. Yep. And then a syringe. Uh, uh-huh. And let's see I think what there's else. a thermometer there's like a, on the left. I think that's a thermometer. Mm, that that's a thermometer. Okay. And then like a, a medical a, bag. Yeah, know, a little the, black bag. The uh-huh. class. Like Xanax on the right. Yeah. A, a, <laughs> Some, a pill. Yeah. A pill. A little thing of pills. Yeah. It's kind of fun. It's is, and you get the the. I will say the number of things thrown here implies there were at least six doctors listening to Garfield's routine. It does. <laughs> there are no no fewer than six doctors, or uh, one you, doctor with like several arms or tentacles, really. Oh, so doctor like a, a single like an eldritch abomination yeah. who's also a doctor, mm, um, a Lovecraftian, one of the ancient doctors, and one of the old ones. Mm. Yeah, uh, you get a a bonk <laughs> and a kong. Onomatopoeia there. Um, yeah, yeah. The, boy, the, the the items these doctors are throwing are as old timey and hackneyed as the doctor joke was. Yeah, um, you, you, yeah, yeah. That that forehead thing that doctors wear—that's weird, right? Like, what is that? I've never seen a doctor wear one of those things. I don't think they tend to use them anymore. I think they're kind of antiquated. It's like a miner's helmet, but for doctors. Yeah. Yeah, what are those? I don't know. I don't know. The mirror things. I, I'd already told you everything I know about them. <laughs> are they mirrors? I guess they're reflectors, aren't they? Aren't they? They're reflectors, yeah. They're not, they're not lights. I always thought it was like a CD so they could download information into their brain from various different disks. Oh, that's why they don't use them now, because now they have Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. Wikipedia says that it's called a head mirror. It's a simple diagnostic device. Head mirror. Yeah. Stereotypically worn by physicians, but less so in recent, recent decades, decades as they've become somewhat obsolete. Hmm. Why, though? Well, you can why use are they it. obsolete? I mean, why are they obsolete? People see themselves now. There's so yeah. many puddles around. They have, it's a, they're used for examination of the ear, nose, and throat. Um you know, to, to give a little more light, I guess. What? Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I had no idea about this. I, whoa. Okay. I had always imagined that it's just up there on your head to make some more light or whatever. Like it's fulfilling the function of a old timey coal miners, you know, helmet, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what you had imagined? Um, what's so, I've not thought about it to be honest. Apparently, it has a little hole in the middle, 
And when the doctor uses it, um, they, they flip it down over one of their eyes. Mm. And so you're looking through, it's got a, a, a circular concave mirror with a small hole in the middle. And you, you wear it over your eye of choice with the concave mirror surface facing outwards and the hole directly over the physician's eye, providing illumination like a ring light. And so like you're looking through the hole and then the, the mirror is kind of shining eye direct shining light directly at whatever up the patient's nose or whatever. I mean, I'll, I'll show you, I'm going to share my screen listeners. You won't see this, but there's a, there's kind of an etching. It demonstrates, you know, here's check, check the out chat this picture. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Look at it's, that. I've actually got a single a signal mirror that looks kind of like that. So like, it's got a hole in the middle. It's got a bunch of like radial holes around it. Uh, and then you hold this and you look through it. You can like, signal you know if you're like lost in the woods or something oh yeah wow how do you well okay i mean you learn something every day huh mm. this is the mm. this could be the last thing i learn in 2021 yeah. is what the deal with those head mirrors are garfield <laughs> but i'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Jonathan, can I just break in to say kudos to Jim Davis? Because if you look at this head mirror in panel three, mm -hmm. he drew that he took the time to draw the little hole in the center there. He knew what the deal with this thing was. Jim must be or a doctor. He, he looked at a picture at least. Yeah. I mean, kudos to him. Like he, he took used the a time. reference photo. He used a maybe, maybe, you know, yeah, maybe he's a doctor. We don't know. Dr. Jim Davis he must be a doctor. Cause he already knew about the golf, so. uh, stereotype. Yeah. He knows like who else would have known to have drawn a hypodermic syringe. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, thank you. And good night. Thank you. And good night. All right. Thank you. And Sorry. Good night. I was dragging that out. I apologize. Yeah, you've dragged all of them out. Can we, like, all of them for the, for the last I, six years? I got shit to do. All right. Okay. Put the man in the cat in the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. Put the man in the cat in the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. Put the man in the cat in the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. Leave the right hand panel to God. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.